Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Fly to Soar. Today's episode excites me a great deal. The title of today's podcast is A Message. Simply, A Message. So I'll just get right into it. One of the things that concerns me as a Christian is Christians who experience mental health challenges and want to maintain spiritual integrity as it pertains to mental health, specifically anxiety, but may feel discouraged if it seems as though the type of help they are looking for isn't available. Mental health is not a worldly thing, it is a human thing. Believers aren't exempt from experiencing it, but believers have an upper hand against it. The thing is, I just don't know how many believers know this. As a believer in Christ, you don't have to burn sage, partake in Taoism, use crystals, cast spells, or anything else that you don't want to do, or partake in anything where at its root is contrary to the word of God, no matter what it looks like down the pipeline. For example, yoga is rooted in Hinduism, but this fact won't be as visible in the Western world when it is practiced. As a Christian who experiences anxiety, you don't have to suffer in silence or be in denial about your struggles. When at a very basic level we understand and believe that God longs to free us from anxiety, it is the beginning of healing from anxiety. Therapy is most definitely an option. You can find a therapist who shares your belief and can work with you on your healing journey. I have received therapy for a number of years from my own struggles with anxiety, and it has been useful in my growth. In my experience as well, Holy Spirit has eased anxiety in my life in just one moment than years of therapy never did or was ever capable of doing. This isn't because therapy isn't helpful, but can we really compare human help to divine help? This proves that anything that is unlike God has to submit to Him. Again, let me repeat, if you need therapy, there is nothing wrong in seeking out therapy. And therapy is actually really helpful in growth and healing. But please do not forget to include Holy Spirit. As a matter of fact, God, Holy Spirit should be at the head at the beginning, at the very foundation of your journey in healing. As a Christian, we'll have sore areas that we have to be careful of. And for some of us, anxiety is that sore spot. I had to have a C-section to have my daughter. Although the healing has been incredibly amazing, the area where I was cut is more sensitive than the rest of my body and some days can feel a bit sore because something traumatic happened at that spot. Although it's a physical thing, it mirrors spiritual wounds as well. For me, since I was a child, anxiety was the cut that I sustained. Now as an adult, after years of healing, anxiety can sometimes feel like a point of sensitivity and soreness for me, so much like the C-section scar that I now have which I take precaution with and handle that area with much care so as to not bring myself unnecessary pain or worse. Precaution looks like not doing things to strain that area, not scratching it when it itches, and refraining from allowing things to rub on that area to irritate or hurt it. 
From a spiritual standpoint, me taking precautions with the sore spot of anxiety looks like first and foremost, not being in denial about it. If I feel anxiety attempting to come on, I call it out. But I don't just call it out anywhere, I call it out before God. I look beyond the feeling of anxiety itself to what is causing the feeling to evaluate where I need to be mindful and address. Have I given it to God? Have I affirmed God's promises over it? And we all know that positive affirmations have become a mainstream thing. As a child of God, have you considered making affirmations of God's word for you over your life? I also take care of the sore spot by being gentle with myself, but not so gentle with anxiety, knowing that as a believer, our fights also have a spiritual side to them. Rebuking, binding, and casting down still applies today in 2021. Intentionally thinking of good things still applies to today. So though I'm not going to kick myself, I am going to kick anxiety because, well, God has given me the authority to do so. Mental health as it pertains to circles of faith has been a sort of oil on water type of relationship, but anxiety is something that some Christians experience. This does not make you a weak Christian, especially when we and you have weapons to defeat anxiety. Science and faith are not, I repeat, they are not on two different ends of a spectrum. They do not cancel each other out. It's not either science or faith. Science is, in fact, the study of God's handiwork, what he allows us humans to study, because I am sure that there are way more to study as far as science goes that humanity haven't even began to touch. I know that the Bible verse that say, do not be anxious, may make you feel like, well, okay, I've read it and I'm still feeling anxious. How do I know? Because I've been there. The verses that speak of not being anxious is like a bow tie that wraps a gift. It's the finishing touch. What do I mean? Well, the Bible is full of so many healing verses for any cause of anxiety that you may feel. So it may look something like this. If finances are bringing you anxiety, then find the Bible verse that applies to finances. God knows all your needs, even before you have them. Even before you come to him in prayer, he knows that. God will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. Are you having anxiety about health? Well, the Bible promises us that healing is the children's bread. Are you fearful? There are also Bible verses a million and one times that tell you fear not. Is death a cause of anxiety for you. Find Bible verses that talks about death. God promises that we will not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. The Bible also promises that with long life, God will satisfy us. In Psalms 34, it speaks about if a man wants long days, many days to experience the good on earth, things that you should do. Is uncertainty bringing you anxiety? There are also Bible verses about that. So yes, the Bible states not to be anxious, but it also has so many verses that speaks to various specific causes of anxiety and God's promises toward us as it pertains to those causes of anxiety. I've heard the saying that church is like a hospital for the sick. Well, God's word is the pharmacy where the sick gets their medicine and this isn't the meds that come with negative side effects. Feeling unwell? The pharmacy also known as God's word, is open for you and has medicines that is specific to whatever you are facing. And the medicine you receive for anxiety 
comes with instructions on the boxes. It sounds much like, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. If my medicine gives me a side effect of peace, then hey, I'm all for it. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. More of these instructions include, do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Even the instructions bring life and healing. Apply the instructions and promises, which are the Bible verses, then move. Because faith without works is dead. Thoughts of death bring in you anxiety? Then affirm God's promises over your life, which speaks about life, and then go live. Let your actions match your words. Is making a new move making you anxious? Then affirm God's word over you and make that move. Let synergy take place on your life, in the things you speak, think, and do. Think God's word, speak God's word, and live God's word. Want to know the truth? I am a Christian. I am be- I am a believer and follower of Jesus Christ. And I sometimes experience anxiety. It is not part of my identity. It is not a part of me. It is something that I experience from time to time as a human. I have the sheer privilege of being a child of God who is greater, of a God who is greater than anxiety and fights on my behalf against it. Want to know a greater truth? Anxiety has to bow to God. It is no match for the Spirit of God that lives in you as a child of God. As a son and daughter of God, the promises in God's word regarding your life is there already. Prayer does not create the promise. Prayer attracts it. Ever been somewhere that that is customer service based or patient service based? And in order for you to get the attention of a staff member to help you, you have to touch a button that turns a light on to let that person know, come to you to help you. Well, imagine that in the spiritual realm, there are promises of God all over hovering, available for his children. When you pray, and especially when you pray God's word, a light goes off in you and around you that attracts the promises that were already there to come to you. The promises of God were already there and prepared. It is up to us to attract it. How do we attract God's promises to us? Well, we live a life of obedience, righteousness. We have faith. We pray always. We allow worship to be our worship. We let we love the Lord with all of our heart, our mind, our strength, with everything in us. And we sit back and we watch his promises in our lives be unfolded. <laughs>